Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? We are live, as I just said. My name is Brett, and I am here with my co-host today. What is your name, young lady? Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How you doing today? I'm okay. What about you? I'm I'm doing well. Like I'm. Uh, we had a, a bit of a rough morning here at work. We're we, getting it worked out. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I met the new employee. Like it was unex- unexpected because. Um, I stayed over the night here and like he came in like early eight in the morning and I'm like, who are you? I thought he was Dane with a new fancy car. And I was like, Dane is going up somewhere. And then it appears it's the new employee. And I'm like, oh, wish you would have gotten like a warning ahead of time. Like, well, of course, you're you spent the night because you're such a workaholic. You're just uh, you yeah. working your ass off. Yeah. Usually you guys don't realize this. So Brett and I look over articles nonstop. I send him over 30 plus articles and he gets anxiety because I do that. Uh, I do. I, I open my slack and there's just it says like 10 plus or nine plus new notifications. And I immediately like start like uh, having a mini panic attack. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, you guys. Before we get into this, you are watching Pop Culture Crisis, and this is a new episode mm-hmm. for Tuesday. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter, which is at popculture underscore show. And we are also, from what I understand, we are on Facebook, we are on TikTok, and we are not yet, the Instagram is, we're still waiting on the Instagram okay, to get approved. Okay, because I was about to ask about that, because somebody in the comments, I do read the comments um, here and there, and somebody was saying they couldn't find us on Instagram. Yeah. So I was about to say, oh, you can find it in the bio link on YouTube. Yeah. If you, like, scroll and it says about, you can find it. Yeah. But... Okay, so the that's link, good. But the link for all of those is at pop culture, at pop culture crisis. Yay! <laughs> I almost screwed it up because I was almost mm-hmm. I almost did the Twitter one because we mm-hmm. we got unlucky and we have the Twitter one has a different handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, all the other ones, the Twitter is at pop culture underscore show, and then mm-hmm. Instagram when it's ready to go, and then Facebook and TikTok is at pop culture crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow. There's clips for that there. Miracle is yawning because it has been an exhausting day, but we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna go with it because these are just funny funny funny. yeah it's really funny there's it's there's good stuff in here too but mm -hmm. there's funny stuff in here too and i like that let's talk about funny things because since we had a rough day we need something to cheer us up and cheer your you guys up that's uh the problem with that is like i feel bad about like 
this first topic being like this, something that we talk about that's funny and that's divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel bad about that. Like the yeah. idea that uh, divorce is something that's like funny for us to talk about. But <laughs> Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Dre from uh, this article is from People Magazine. It says Dr. Dre celebrates being divorced AF as his legal separation from Nicole Young finally is reportedly finalizes. So I guess it's still positive because he's like pumped. Like yeah, divorced seen- is, is F means that he's excited about it. Yeah. But have you seen the photo of him? Like it's a selfie and he has like, um, I think like every girl like knows what this is. Like the balloons that ha- can spell out things or like the number balloons. And he spelled out divorce AF. Yeah. The oh, they always put, and it's they, gold. They always put age like girl, mm-hmm. like girls all put, like, they hold up like 21 and it's a two and a one and they hold isn't them up there, on their birthday. Yeah. Isn't there like a stereotype when girls do that? Apparently I, it was like in 2020, they were like making fun of girls who do that. I make fun of, Okay. Oh, th- that monster drink. I, yes, I had to. I was like, wh- one thing that annoys me before we get into the article is people who celebrate birthday months. Birthday day, absolutely. Birthday week, you're a little bit narcissistic. Somebody who says, it's my birthday month, holy crap, you have priority issues. <laughs> That's a thing. People are like, I oh know, my God. I know, I know it's a thing. Then what do you have? Like, come on, man. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I just can't, like, it's the most vapid, self-centered thing in the entire world. Yeah, like, Brett and I, so, do you want people to know your birth month or no? I'm a July birthday. Okay, so he's a July birthday, I'm a January birthday, we don't do that. Yep, nope. We don't do that, because literally, my birthday, I can just say, like, New Year's Day is just enough celebration for one day, and I'm done for the rest of the year. There you go. And to me, just, your birthday is fine. You want to celebrate your birthday that day? fantastic well for me i feel like people need to stop like you don't need to celebrate every birthday you can celebrate the ones that mark like the biggest numbers so like 21 yeah you can celebrate no, that man I, I, I still think there's a reason to celebrate your birthday Well, like for me i just Come had on. i had a bad experience like i i think i told you this like i cry when people sing happy birthday to me out of sadness or just out of awkwardness I don't know. <laughs> to me, it's just <laughs> awkward. There's, there's whole, like, there's a whole, there was like a whole bunch of like TikToks about like mm-hmm. people who like they're at dinner with their family on their birthday and this, and you see like the restaurant workers coming over, like getting ready to sing happy birthday, oh and everybody's like, oh my god. Speaking about um, birthdays, like a restaurant worker saying happy birthday. So this restaurant worker, bless his heart, bless his heart, but like. Um, yeah, so I'm going to bring up my boyfriend. So my boy- That is every episode, folks. Yeah. That is every episode so, so far. So um, my boyfriend, he is uh, he is Jewish. And, like, you know how Hanukkah was, like, um, well, uh, last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was last week. So the last day of Hanukkah, we went to a restaurant. And he had the... Sorry. Yeah. yeah Put sorry. the pen down, lady. Sorry. Like, you guys don't realize, like, I get anxious and I start clicking a pen. She's a fidget. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I'm the fidget. same way. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta not fidget. It's like a skill mm-hmm. set to learn how to not fidget with the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, one of these days just tie my hands, like like this might like, have to do that yeah. yeah or make me wear mittens that so i can good. just go like <laughs> that, that could work we, we had to make you take bracelets off too ah. but getting back to it hanukkah yeah yeah going. so what happened was he had the menorah and if you guys are not familiar with the jewish holiday hanukkah so basically they light these candles for eight days and it symbolizes the eight um eight days that they survive on oil 
that lasted them for a total of eight days so the last day the eighth day we lit it in the restaurant because we got approval that we could do it but the restaurant worker poor guy he didn't know this so he thought it was a birthday cake oh, and he was no. like happy birthday and we're like no 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 no. You, you, so you stopped you didn't let him finish no and that would have like, been oh my bad that would have been cruel to like let him finish the whole song because you know that no bur- no worker likes performing that he was the only one who did it in fact any any like staff worker at a restaurant that can protect like that can actually make you think that they're enjoying it yeah. should be a paid actor yeah because <laughs> that is a skill like it's nobody likes singing that song it's super uncomfortable plus mm-hmm. you can't sing it because remember it's copyright or yeah is that still a thing or it's that still pet- copyrighted and so you have to sing your own version so like um i remember when i was we're gonna get copyright struck because you just sang like a couple of bars of it we're gonna get this whole video no now, i sang it off tune i i sang it off happy birthday yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we're, yeah it's all your fault if this episode gets taken down now because we're gonna that's get not funny who owns the birthday i don't even know who owns the birthday song who owns the birthday song look f- i'm gonna start reading and i want you to find out who, yeah who. you read it <laughs> okay so this is about dr dre and his uh his brand spanking new divorce which uh you wouldn't think is a reason to celebrate but apparently is it says on thursday andre dr dre young age 56, was pictured posing in front of a balloon decoration that spelled out divorced AF as his friend and fellow music executive Bray... Brian? Is it Brian? Is it sp- it's Brian Prescott. Uh, teased that the music mogul's legal separation from Nicole Young, age 51, was, quote, final. Quote, says, hey, well, my brother... Doc- at Dr. Dre just told me my brother at Dr. Dre just told me it's final Prescott captioned the post <laughs> with uh, sh- what looks to be a champagne bottle a goat and three uh, flexing uh, emojis so that is a, a very happy po- <laughs> happy post about the fact that he's finally divorced mm-hmm. TMZ reports that while a divorce deal has been struck it has not yet been signed a rep for Dr. Dre did not immediately respond to people's request for comment uh, the the news comes after a lengthy and heated back and forth between the two since June 2020. Man, that's like, that's like COVID. I wonder if it was like, I wonder if it was like a long time coming or if like COVID struggles were like, I mean, a lot of celebrities don't really have to follow the same rules as us mere mm-hmm. mortals. So I wonder if they had to follow restrictions and even if they're trapped in their home, let's just take a wild guess and say the size of the home that Dr. Dre and his wife were stuck in was probably a lot bigger than that, that me and you were probably stuck in when COVID first happened. Yeah. Like he can just walk to the other side of the compound to mm-hmm. get away from her. Whereas like people, uh, uh, us plebs have to like just live right in the same apartment or the same small house when we get divorced because of COVID. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, okay, I don't mean to cut you off, but I did find out who owns it. So, uh, Warner slash Chapel Music, they own it. Um, so, so, it's I, a Warner Brothers thing. Uh, Warner Music Group, okay. yes. But basically, the background behind it is, while many believe that this iconic song was created out of folk tradition, the song originated, um, traces back to two sisters who created it in the early um 1890s oh wow that was a long time ago mm-hmm. so it's been over 100 years yeah but now it's owned by warner it's too bad everything's corporate man mm-hmm. everything's owned by some corporation now i mean we can just sing the michael jackson version one from um the simpsons oh yeah how's that one going? it's like um basically so i wanted to sing the song um to our co-worker lisa um, but our coworker Brian beat me to the punch. No. Yeah. Brian he, beat you? Yeah, he beat me. So basically it's a 
it's from the episode you can't find it on disney plus i don't know why but i love this episode because it shows that bart really loves his sister lisa and it's basically nobody remembers lisa's birthday and like he and he didn't give her a gift because basically everybody was so focused because bart claimed that he met michael jackson but it's just a guy from the salem asylum thinking that he's (laughs) michael jackson holy crap um fun fact about that song um michael jackson didn't even sing this song they got an impersonator who sings like michael jackson and he sang it in front of michael jackson he's like that was the greatest experience ever because he shook my hand and said buddy i love it you sound exactly like me i love it i know michael jackson was like a big like he loved the weird al yankovic cover of like he loved uh i'm fat yeah i Uh, saw that like uh and he loved uh what was the other one he did another (laughs) one like the one where they like where they redo thriller i Mm -hmm. I forget what it was but i forgot what he told him like where the i think it was some Mm -hmm. people uh one of the people who watching will obviously correct me because i'm probably wrong but like he went he he asked uh Michael J- like Weird Al asked him where it was filmed and mm-hmm. Weird Al or in in Michael Jackson told him so that they could go do the video there. Mm-hmm. I think it was I think it was fat. It was it was yeah, where the video fat. bad was mm-hmm. filmed. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm bad. Yeah, but it, it's like I'm fat I'm and it has like all when, the fat guys. When I sit around the house, I really <laughs> sit around the house. Okay. Uh, and the fun, fun fact about that, he still performs that song mm-hmm. with the fat suit on. Okay. Talk about like tempting cancel culture that's true well you can't cancel weird out you can't it's just weird like you can't cancel him it would be like trying to cancel bill murray or or or, uh he's a national treasure like Mm -hmm. uh that's like a joke i I make like posts about random celebrities i like i'm like so and so so and so is a national treasure uh weird al is legit a national treasure Mm -hmm. like but protect weird al at all costs that's true but the song goes like happy birthday lisa you're the best sister I could ever have. I don't know. I'm just summarizing it. But basically, he's just saying and praising her. And then, like, um, Michael Jackson said, I can't wish, like, any better sister than you. Oh. Yeah. And I was going to sing that to Lisa, but freaking Brian. That may, that would have made perfect sense. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even get it at first because her name is Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get it. I was like, I mean, that's cute and all, but oh. Let me see if I can find the lyrics for it. But let's, like, we're going to keep go we're getting off topic. As yeah, usual, go ahead. Miracle is taking us on our roundabout journey as we tend to do around the topics cute. that we discuss. Uh, we are talking about Dr. Dre and his divorce right now. <laughs> it says uh, the news comes after a lengthy heated back and forth between the two since June 2020 when Nicole filed for legal separation in January. She claimed that Dr. Dre once, quote, held a gun to her head, and in July he was ordered to pay $3.5 million a year in spousal support. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm skipping right over the held a gun to her head thing because I don't know if that's true, and I don't want to speculate on whether that's true or not. In fact, that's kind of really freaking depressing. Mm-hmm. But $3.5 million a year in spousal support. Uh, is that what your boyfriend's going to pay you when you guys eventually get married and then get divorced? Apparently, he, his family is more rich than mine like basically i don't talk to my family Mm. just personal reasons i don't talk to them and i have no money under them because basically they took all my money but thank (laughs) you for making this really depressing yeah yeah do you want me to sing happy birthday lisa yes sing happy (laughs) uh but no um but yeah i don't know what about you because brett thinks he's gonna die alone i will (laughs) I do not take that defeatist attitude. I am kidding half the time when I yeah. say that. But um, it is scary for guys these days, you know. I don't know. I don't want to think about I it. I love like, the joke that you made about, like, the age group of guys. 
what i don't remember it's either you're dating a single mom oh. or you're forever alone it's a it's a meme right it's mm-hmm. a it's a meme of a, of a guy walking down a path that splits in two directions and it says to the left it says uh stepkids yeah. and to the right die alone <laughs> yeah that's the, it says dating after the age of 27 mm-hmm. stepkids die alone you pick one or the other mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know i think it's funny I, I, I think it's funny, but I think Brett will find that special someone. Um, but like for me, I don't know. I don't really believe in like, um, I don't believe in weddings. I don't believe in diamond rings mm. because diamond rings are made um, by the diamond uh, company just to scam people to buy it. Yep. So you think, rocks. Think, you think Dr. Dre got her a very, very big diamond ring? I bet she did. Well, th- yeah, I think so. Celebrities like to do like that yep. weird peacocking where they're like, look, I got this ring. It's so big. We're going to talk more about like virtue signaling versions of that later with Megan Thee Stallion. Like, uh, you know, they love to virtue signal just like they like to show off their wealth. Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lisa. Um, I wish you love and I wish you goodwill. I wish you praise and joy. See, that's that adorable. And I wish you better than your heart desires. And your first kiss from a boy. No, oh, that is a tw- that's that's very heartfelt for for the Simpsons. I like it. Mm-hmm. But like the beginning lyrics, I skipped like um, two chorus. But mm-hmm. one at the very beginning is like, "Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. Um, you gave me a gift of a little sister, and I'm proud of you today." Oh, see, like I don't understand why Disney doesn't have this episode. You can't find this on Disney Plus. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> honestly. My guess would be that the, all of the allegations that surrounded Michael Jackson. Maybe, um, but it wasn't the voice actor. It doesn't so matter. It still uses his name and likeness. Yeah. So I, I, that would be my guess. But I don't know if that's true, but that would be my guess. No, there's still episodes of The Simpsons where they had somebody impersonate Michael Jackson. And oh. They drew Michael Jackson. I just don't know why they don't have this special episode. I think it's like really special because it shows like how much like Lisa and Bart actually mm-hmm. care about each other. Because she was upset and he's like, wow, I am a terrible person because I just ruined like a special day for my sister. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's always like an ongoing gag about yeah. Lisa's birthday because nobody really cares about her because she's like a third child. Well, I she, mean, not third child. She's the middle child, child, middle right? child. Yeah, she's the yeah. middle child. So uh, let's see. We're gonna go, let's finish this article. Sorry. <coughs> so I just wanted. Um, she loves the Simpsons. She I loves do. the Simpsons. So it says marital or domestic partnership status is terminated and the parties are restored to their status of single persons. The June 2020 document retor- restoring his legal status, <laughs> his legally single status read. The filing came just three months after the music mogul filed a request for the two to be single persons. Irreconcilable differences have arisen between petitioner and respondent as a result of which they are separated. The document read back in February, Dr. Dre even rapped about their separation on a track previewed. (laughs) Um, Of course. Well, they say, they say uh, you're supposed to make music about what you know and what speaks to you. So he's probably thinking a lot about divorce right now. Ooh, Ooh, here's the line. It says, Trying to kill me with them lies and that perjury, Dr. Dre raps, per multiple outlets. I see you trying to F with me. I'm in surgery in the ICU deathbed on some money. I, yeah, there's a lot of... Sugar iced tea. There's a lot Greedy of... Greedy uh, biatch yep. takes a pick. Girl, you know how to get... How, uh, how, how money get. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Uh, note to self, me and you are not rappers. Um, as much as I loved rap music growing up, I cannot rap, so that's all no, right. No, I like it when you rap the LBC. 
Well, anybody can do that. No, they can't. <laughs> I don't remember the lyrics. Well, I'll, I'll do that for you off air again sometime the next time the song comes on. Uh, <laughs> Watch me to start playing it mid-podcast. You could do that. I could. You could do that. You could do that. That'd be good. I don't know. Uh, so you think, uh, how much do you think Dr. Dre kind of lost in the divorce? I'm going to search that yeah, up right now. Tell me what his income is, and then I want to find out what he actually lost. Um, because that's really interesting because like a celebrity like him, especially he owns Beat by Dre's. Yep. When his net worth he It's um, gotta be a, it's gotta be a massive. Yeah. So. Okay, income that's what we're searching out yeah, first. Yeah, uh, I wanna know what Doctor Dre's income is so we can figure out if if he lost half. <coughs> 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 and twenty twenty, no. Um, well just give me a general number. Um well I'm looking for it because like they always change it. So Annual, he makes um. So he makes thirty five billion. Million, you mean? He he doesn't have thirty five oh, billion. Oh my left. bad, I I've mistaken that um, decimal point as <laughs> a comma. My bad, million. Sorry, okay. I'm not dumb. I just can't tell the difference. Um, but yeah, and then how much he lost in the divorce? Well, I'm just saying it's probably so. What the he? Oh. I'm stupid. I can't even read this. Um, basically, Dr. Dre, the third richest rapper in the world, according to Wealthy Gorillas, uh, Dre's net worth is estimated um, $820 million. Whew, So drop that by half. So it's like, what, $410 million? Yeah. <laughs> that makes uh, his wife a very, very, very wealthy woman. Um, look, at, assuming, look at Bill assuming Gates. Got, assuming she got half. Uh, assuming that the the wife gets half, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look at Bill Gates; like he lost a lot of money in that yep. divorce. Yep. I'm still laughing about that one girl that lost all her money. Well, there, well, there was that meme of like uh, it was like a picture of Bill Gates and who was the other one who got divorced recently? Um, Bill Gates and, and um, oh, um, what's his face? Uh, Not Zuckerberg. No, it's um, Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah, it's a picture of Bezos and uh, Bill Gates and says, if these two guys can't keep women happy, what chance do the rest of you have? Yeah. Okay. So right here, I just found out how much um, she got from the divorce. Dre paid ex-wife Nicole Young $3.5 a year. Oh, wow. And and sp- yeah, sp- spousal support. Spousal support. And yep, basically that's it. That's a lot of money. A year. A year. That's a lot of money. A year. You should try to find your own Dr. Dre. I need somebody who has a 401k and has a working job and has like a good looking car and a good looking house. Those are miracle standards, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care all, how- all financial and physical. Don't believe the hype about uh, about personality. She doesn't care. She just wants you to have I don't a- care how you look, honestly. She just wants you to have a 401k and a car. <laughs> yeah, I need a car. Kevin Feige has a car. I don't want that. You don't want Kevin Feige? No. No. That was a good transition, though, was it not? Yes, it was. Thank you. I, I was quite happy with that one. Uh, Kevin Feige has a car, uh, mm-hmm. you know, given to the fact that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has made, like, what, $10 gazillion. Yeah. Uh, this one I thought was really interesting because I had this. We Did we talk about... Um, we uh, about the last duel, like the Ridley Scott movie, and uh, okay, so like the, a lot of these directors, like old school Artur film directors with like big names, kind of have beef with like superhero movies mm-hmm. because yeah, I think they hate how popular they are. I hate I hate 
I think they hate the fact that uh, on any given day, me and you are more likely to talk about the next Marvel project than we are about uh, the next Ridley Scott project. Not because maybe we don't like the next Ridley Scott project, though I do have my problems with most. Like, I'm not a fan of most of Spielberg's recent work. I'm not, you know. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're just going to get in today's fast-paced, like, traffic era of information, meaning that Mm -hmm. articles come out every day. You're going to get more views talking about the new Spider-Man movie than you are going to be talking about the last duel from Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't even know that was a movie. Yep. Yeah. It was called like, we talked about it. It was like me too for the, for the Victorian <laughs> era or something like yeah, that. Yeah, We talked about it, but I didn't care for it to remember after that. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the, the thing is, is uh, what Kevin Feige feels is that even though the Marvel movies get most of the play these days in the media, that he feels like they get uh, unfairly snubbed at award shows. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, we've had this discussion. Award so- shows shows are lame. Mm-hmm, they are. The, it's just a big flex for rich people. Yeah. Look how look how great we are. <coughs> look, look how awesome we yeah, are. Yeah. You remember that year? It was last year where they got two thousand dollars worth of goodies in a swag bag imagine that like that was like the size of our stimulus checks when we yeah (laughs) (laughs) ah our plebs we are all plebs that's what we are we are the plebs and they are the the elite and we are just down here in a lower class of society so Mm -hmm. when kevin feige talks about uh bias at the academy i have a hard time shedding any tears but i just want to be a billionaire You'll do it someday. No, I was about to sing a song, but you ruined my mind. I know what song you were going to sing, and we're not going to do it. (laughs) We're not doing it today. So this article is from CBR, and it says, it's from Kelly Lacey. It says, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige discusses how difficult it is for superhero movies to receive award ceremony recognition due to a, quote, genre bias. No, that's BS. Well, they are kind of given their own label like they're not considered uh dramas or comedies they're just called superhero films right yeah but that's bs they still get nominated the actors and some of the no i don't think i mean not not for not for the academy i don't think uh keith ledger won best supporting actor for the dark knight and i believe who is the other one who uh uh, in joaquin phoenix i believe won but those are rare examples that's the exception not the rule so the article says, Marvel Studios President Kevin Feige and Marvel CEO addressed that the lack of award success for movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and for superhero movies in general. Speaking to THR, Feige acknowledged that the importance of the three, Os- uh, the importance of the three Oscar wins racked up by Black Panther at the 2019 ceremony. He also explained how difficult it is for superhero movies to achieve such recognition, saying, quote, I think we are always at this deficit because of the Marvel logo and because of a genre bias that certainly exists. I just love that for a shining moment there with Black Panther that was put aside and the work was recognized for the achievement it was. Feige also spoke of his hopes that the let's see that the creative team behind Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings would would see similar success. He conceded that Shang-Chi wasn't as well known amongst comic fans uh, wasn't as wasn't as well known amongst uh, among comic fans as many other characters found in the MCU and praised the creative team for their work creating, quote, something new that connected with the audiences, Feige added. We recognized it. Uh, we recognized it. The audiences recognized it. And I sure would love uh, the hard work of all these people who are telling these stories to get recognized. I mean, I, I think it's... I, I don't see this as a academy-level storytelling. In a, mm-hmm. Maybe you could say it for, like costumes maybe 
or you know like uh, oh wardrobe yeah wardrobe like maybe wardrobe I do think one thing that's still insane in today's in today's society is there's no Academy Awards for stuntmen oh yeah well it's because they don't care that's crazy they don't care they're like oh they're just body extras if you look at like the amount of where where cinema's going now uh, it's CGI yeah and otherwise you're going the other way you have like a John Wick franchise which has insane stunt work done mm -hmm. and most of these or Tom Han uh, Tom Hanks Tom Cruise does all these crazy stunts that Where he has he to almost get broke his ankle yeah, yeah like and he, he has to like he has to make those movies himself because no insurance company in their right mind would like allow a guy like him to do super dangerous stuff mm -hmm. so he has to get the like he has to have the production company so that he can get the insurance policy on himself otherwise no company would back it in case something happened to him mm -hmm. so there's no award for the and, and that's a bad example I think on our part because he's not a professional stuntman but Jackie the, Chan is yeah. Jackie Chan does his own stunts there's one stunt that he did where he was falling down a building like on the rooftop and he almost fell to his death scary yeah how does that not award some type of how does that not warrant some award uh, recognition at these what we consider vapid and mm -hmm. self-centered if they're going to be vapid and self-centered about the you know the art side of it or what they consider their side of the art mm -hmm. then i think the physical side that goes into this because a lot of this stuff you can't connect with the movie unless the stunts are done well mm -hmm. like one of the things that I, one thing that takes me out of a movie or a show faster than anything is like bad punches yeah I, when we were watching Cobra Kai, like rewatching it, there was one scene where they missed the punch and you pointed it out and you were laughing. I was like, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> like he's, his yeah. like face is like already jumping backwards as yeah. her hand is like still like this far away from the, <clears throat> from his face. And bad timing. It, and it always <clears throat> takes me out of it when that happens. So if that can take me out of it and ruin an entire scene, mm -hmm. doesn't that speak to just how important that aspect of the creative process is? I don't know. It's just like, I think it's funny. And also, I think it's a slap in the face when they don't mention about like uh, stuntmen who passed away, like the girl in Deadpool 2, yeah. where she lost her life in the motorcycle accident. They didn't even mention her. No. Nope. But they mentioned celebrities who died. Yep. Uh, you'd think there would be. I mean, maybe I, I have no idea if this is true, but I, I know a lot of because it's like all the awards are not necessarily all shown on air. Mm -hmm. There's whole there's dozens of awards that go out before the live broadcasts. Yay. They just show the important ones they they deem to be important. Yeah. So maybe like they do acknowledge that stuff beforehand, but but that I feel like that's a slap in the face for that the they're failing. not show, Yeah, that they're not showing yeah. it to the public. Mm -hmm. Yep. They're not showing it to the public. It just shows that Hollywood is actually shallow and they only care about themselves, which is true. They only care and about will, themselves and we will call that out here over and over again you know it's a for me it's a love-hate relationship because there's so much i love about movie making mm -hmm. about cinema in general but then you deal with this like really really shallow self-centered side of the business which mm -hmm. i guess kind of you come to expect uh I, I do never i'm not one of those people that maintains <coughs> that, that feels like acting is easy because mm -hmm. i don't like you hear a lot of people like they make a lot of money to pretend to be something they're not i'm like <coughs> there's a lot more to it than no, that you have like a um, there's a joke that um, celebrities have um, they have an identity disorder or like some disorder where they can do that naturally yeah because normal human beings can't cry on demand no nope. unless you're broken inside and there's techniques to it and everything but it's like there's a lot of nuance to doing acting well like it's mm -hmm. a, what's the, the saying it's like you don't know it when it's good you don't you don't realize it when mm -hmm. it's bad you always realize it so yeah. you don't re you don't notice bad acting until you see really bad acting so mm -hmm. it's not like we're saying that what they do is easy but it doesn't take away from the fact that they are in a lot of ways kind of stuck up
Yeah, I so. I just don't know. I I don't know because like I don't really care for the award ceremonies anymore. So so then the question is, do we even care if there is a bias against Marvel or DC or any of these superhero movies in this process? Like big deal. You're getting to make your money. Mm-hmm. You're making your mo- the movies you want to make. You have millions and millions of fans. Do you really need to have an award? Do you really need to be the award uh, winners too? Well, they just want to have it to show it off. Yep. So they can put it on the next advertisement. Academy mm-hmm. Award winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what they did with chloe Zhao. she yep. won two academy awards i believe or no grammys yeah grammys right uh no uh no she's not a musician grammys are music oh my bad yeah academy awards i don't know the difference <laughs> yeah for for the film she directed before she did uh yeah. eternals mm-hmm. she won two so yep. that's mm-hmm. why they hire her because they're like this would be good publicity but the yeah. movie flopped anyway and i'm and I mentioned, I said, I think directors these days are cast as much as they are hired, mm-hmm. meaning that they want a director with a, a certain identity or a certain, uh, something that they can flaunt as advertisable, mm-hmm. right? And that is just one aspect of it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you, very few people would look at somebody who made one decent film and feel like they're ready to helm a $250 million big budget superhero movie. Yeah. Or, you know what? If they're casting directors, can we cast you? Yes. Yes. Let's go, Brett. I'm. I'm. Yeah, let's go, Brett. Yep. It's <laughs> not let. It's not let's go, Brandon. It's yeah. let's go, Brett. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so let's just finish this article real quick. I just want to see what they have to say for the end point here, because <clears throat> yeah. I do look at this as like big, big whoop, Kevin Feige. Boo-hoo. Yeah. So it says the next MCU release is Spider-Man No Way Home, which is due to hit cinemas on December 17th. We will be going to see that due to the effects of the pandemic. The way Marvel has approached movie promotion has had to change to which Feige admitted, quote, in some ways it's been good because it's kept the focus on what's next. It's kept the focus on the project as they come out, the projects as they come out. And certainly the anticipation for No Way Home, I would say, is as big as anything we've ever felt before, which is good timing as the movie's just about to come out. The pre-sale tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home caused several ticketing sites to crash allegedly earning over 35 million dollars in the first 24 hours of pre-sale tickets i've heard now that number is like closer to 60 oh really 60 million dollars just for the friday and saturday night showings mm-hmm. they've already made wait do you think when we go because when basically we're going the next day of opening we're going day. saturday yeah so we're going saturday um do you think it's gonna be crowded when we go i think it'll be sold out Mm. I think if we're going, because we're going like seven or something, like we're going at like a a prime showtime, right? So I bet you. We, so at seven, I th- I believe so. I'm gonna be cranky. Why? Because bedtime. At seven p.m. No, I'm just gonna be cranky because I'm gonna miss like my nap time. So I'm. She's I, yawning right now, and I'm super insulted. By the way. So because I miss nap time. Well, that's not. The, you should apologize to the viewers. Is what well, you they be don't doing. see it. I cover, they hear it. <laughs> Oh, they oh, they probably sorry. hear it. They're well, like, if she's bored, why the hell should I care what these people I'm are saying? I'm not bored, but also I remember this time in college where my friend yelled at me and smacked my hand because I yawned. Well, that's your, you should well, done no, it. No, no, no. The reason why he did it is because apparently if you yawn, it means you're depressed. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's like a an old wives. I don't know if that's mm. true, but that's like an old wives tale. Yeah, but he smacked my hand, and I was like, I feel offended, Nathan. It's that's that's offensive. I've also, well, I think also, don't quote me on this because I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. I, I was on antidepressants when I was young. A yawning can be a side effect of certain antidepressants. Yeah, I think. I'm so. I'm not sure, but uh, I I'm, think I'm so. Fairly but certain that's true. I'm not depressed or anything. She's very happy. 
the, well no have you heard of the famous quotes like the brightest smiles are the most saddest and ones? it's always a picture of robin williams sure yes <laughs> It's always a picture of Robin Williams. Well, I saw the that. ones where it's the anime ones where it has Black Butler. If you guys are Bla- um, Black Butler fans, hey, you know what's up. I don't know what that is. It's like me. anime. Okay. So basically, um, why it's called Black Butler, because the butler is actually a demon. That sounds cool. Yeah, but the kid died already. He died, but the demon said, I can bring you back to life and make you the most powerful person in the whole country. If you sign a contract with me. So his contract is basically on his eyes. So that's why he wears the So it's like the patch. devil that makes him sign the contract? It It's not the <clears throat> devil per se, um, but they do say he is a demon. There was an episode <laughs> of the show The Librarian. Do you ever see The Librarians? Uh, I saw like clips of it. Yeah. There was an episode of that where they have to like take down a devil who's been holding a town hostage for like mm-hmm. generations. Because like the family that the like it's like a big powerful family that runs yeah. the town. You mm-hmm. know, typical small town. One family owns like all the properties. Yeah. And they did that by like signing a contract with the devil mm-hmm. back in like the 1800s. Yeah. Oh, speaking about devil signing. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Fantastic. island, you know, the island boys. I love the island boys. Yeah. So one of them, I think his name is Fly Soldier. Whatever. I don't know. I don't actually know <coughs> the names. The one with the 17, like in between his um, eyebrows. Apparently he signed the contract with the devil. Oh, they, Chris was talking about that. Yeah. Apparently like he was being interviewed and he said, yeah, I signed a uh, contract with the devil. And I'm like, oh, really? Then why aren't you producing more? You should be producing more. <laughs> Produce more. We need more island boys. Yeah, I'm an island boy. I think they'll be performing at like a lot of events. Maybe they'll be at Coachella. That's what the next article we have is like literally about music. So may- maybe. Well, be I like, don't oh. think they're gonna be in Coachella, but they do make a lot of movies. Uh, not movies. Um, they, a lot of people on TikTok, they take their music. That's how like they make money. They take samples of their music and it promotes them more. And basically, when they promote them, people search them on YouTube, which I did, and also search them on Spotify or any like platforms where you can hear audio yeah so I soundcloud th- rappers <laughs> oh <laughs> i actually know somebody who's a, a spotify rapper is a i wonder if there's like beef in the communities like spotify rappers make fun of soundcloud rappers i can see that being a thing well like i have a um i have a relative who's a soundcloud rapper oh really yeah you have to send me some links later <laughs> if you want to find i do you want me to tell you on the podcast what his username Give is? Give the people the free promotion. Um, his name is, I think, Rich Bucket. Oh, come on. You don't even know for sure? I think it's Rich Bucket. Rich Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> because his name is Richard. Well, we're going to listen. Me and you off air, we will yeah. listen to Rich Bucket and we'll report back maybe if people want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, it, I think there's one song. I really like this one song. It's really good. But I'm just upset that he chose SoundCloud. He should have gone with Spot. You know, did you go with Spotify or did you go with SoundCloud? SoundCloud. That's okay. mainly where you find it. Oh man, that is really funny. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna become a SoundCloud rapper. I think that's just what I'll do. But you didn't even rap that good. I don't rap. I'm not a rapper. You just need one line and just make it into a good beat. Travis Scott is a rapper. Oh yeah, he is. That was the best transition I could think. Of. I was like, as literally, like, we're going to be talking about your cousin rapper person forever if we don't move on. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Rich. What was it? Rich Bucket. Yeah. But I'm look up Rich Bucket later. I will search it up. There is uh there's more news. Like I feel I I feel like we're piling on the guy now. I wonder if newscasters feel like this about like what you know when they keep covering like a topic. Mm-hmm. Like there's just more bad news coming out about Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Um and everything that happened at Astro World. Yeah. 
And it says, for him. Uh, well, you know, you, you can have whatever opinion you want. Was he in the right? Was he in the wrong? But it says mass casualty incident at Travis Scott's Astroworld Festival. Everything we know so far. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That's um, the wrong article. Uh, yeah. I, I pulled up the wrong article. So That's okay. To, Technical um, difficulties. But um, also I was right. It's Rich Bucket. Ha. I do remember. I, I got that one wrong. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna fix on the fly here. Okay. Uh, it's okay. We're we're still in the process. Yeah. It's uh, okay. This uh, this is the one I was looking for earlier. So this is from Variety, and it says, uh, tra- "Let's see, Travis Scott out of Coachella 2022 lineup following Astroworld tragedy." Mm-hmm. So it really is kind of like there's nothing you can do. Like he can't win. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of like these companies aren't distancing themselves from him because they actually think that he did anything wrong. They're distancing <coughs> themselves from him be for liability and image purposes, mm-hmm. right? So uh, it says Travis Scott has effectively has been effectively removed from the lineup of performances from the 2022 Coachella Valley Music Festival. Uh, Variety has learned the development follows a report from KESQ in Palm Springs, which reported that the controversial rapper was dropped from the bill following the tragedy, which occurred uh, at his own Astroworld Festival uh, in November, where 10 people died after the cr- after the crowd rampaged during the headlining set. Mm-hmm. A change.org petition was uh, let's see. Uh, was uh, set up demanding his removal from Coachella's lineup. The petition gathered nearly 60,000 signatures as of this writing. I always take issue with like change.org things because it's very easy to sign an online petition. Yep. It's a lot harder to like argue with people that actually put their money where their mouth is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, sure, 60,000 people who were mad in the moment took a few seconds out of their day to go sign some stupid form online. Uh, how much does that actually equate to disdain or anger in the real world? I don't know. But basically, you can go on petition.com and sign any petition that you feel. Yeah. So it's like, what, it was like how angry were they really? Like, in, in a fit of anger, you went online and you signed something. Big oh, deal. I'm so angry. Go sign this. Yeah. Like, That's automatic. How much do we know that they actually care about what he actually did? Or were they, they just read Because these headlines are designed to be this way, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody writes, Travis Scott did this horrible thing. Sign this petition to keep him from ever maintain, you know, uh, adding to his income again. Mm-hmm. And you capitalize on that outrage that people feel. That's literally how these websites are designed. Mm-hmm. Headlines are made in, uh, inflammatory mm-hmm. to capitalize on the fact that you read something. It upsets you. Mm-hmm. And you share it with people. Yeah. Like, that's literally why the headlines are made that way, right? Mm-hmm. They're made to make you angry. Yeah. Does that happen to you a lot? Do you read stuff and you're just like, ugh? I just give up. Like, if I read one sentence, I'm like, I'm done for today. You got to read the whole article, though. That's the problem. No. Like, no. You can't force me to read. I can. I'm a child of America. I, I can I can. Force I don't you to know read. how to read. You can, you can learn to read. You I don't do know. I bet you. I will freeze. We'll teach you how to read. No. Like Floyd Mayweather. No. We will teach you how to read. I am not reading a whole page of Harry Potter. What? That's what. um, Oh, yeah. yeah, Okay, yeah. I was like, what are you talking? Oh, oh, Floyd Mayweather. You continued on my. You piggybacked on me and you did it better than me. And then I I screwed it up. That was all my fault there. Do your research. This is your job. This is my job. (laughs) So it says the develop. Okay, so uh, reps for the artist, the festival and the city of Indio, California, where it is held, have have not confirmed the KESQ report. Variety has reached out to Golden Voice, the AEG subsidiary, which stages Coachella and its sister festival, Stagecoach 
search for comment. Sources say the festival informed Scott's longtime agent, Kara Lewis, of the Kara Lewis group of its intent to pull Scott from the bill, which he was, uh, which he was set to headline. So he wasn't just going to be in it. He mm-hmm. was going to headline the, the, the entire festival. What's a... I think I asked this before, but what's a popular song of Travis Scott? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a Travis Scott fan. I only knew him because of Chris Wu. I am a bigger fan of Kid Cudi, but the one that I always listen to is the song The Plan from, it was from the Tenet soundtrack. Mm. But uh, let's see. So, they, and so not only did they pull him, like they have to pay like a large fee to mm-hmm. do that, right? Because you can't just book an artist you know, fill up their schedule and then just cancel at the last minute. There's mm-hmm. penalties for that. So it says, <clears throat> uh, uh, so of the Kara Lewis group, so sources say, uh, sources say the festival informed Scott's longtime agent, Kara Lewis, of the Kara Lewis group of its intent to pull Scott from the bill, which he was to headline, and that it would pay a kill fee for the cancellation, typically 25%. An insider adds that the care, that the Lewis group has been steadfast in trying to keep the slot, which it w- which would have marked Scott's return to the stage after Astroworld. Mm-hmm. I can see that like almost like maybe he shouldn't return at such a big festival. Maybe he should do smaller appearances first, like Burning Man. Let, I'm ma- joking. Maybe smaller than that too. Like, I'm joking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like maybe something more intimate, a smaller setting looks better on paper optics wise it looks better than c- coming a back Zoom and having called concert yeah uh, that, that's what they everyone did in 2020 right all their <coughs> all the virtual concerts that people were having so maybe he does something small like that first i don't think they did the virtual concerts on zoom but i remember this one band uh forefront orange the drummer liked a lot of my photos um on instagram when they used to have instagram and like he watched all my stories but they used to do like live feeds on their um on their instagram account that's how they did a lot of like fan interactions yeah i've seen a couple of artists that i've listened to in the past that Mm -hmm. do like or they'll reveal they'll do like acoustic versions of new songs live yeah like um there was a lot of guys that were like upcoming rappers and they were asking me to promote them (laughs) like this one guy from chicago you're gonna be an influencer i i try to be but um it was funny because like he tried i don't know if he was like flirting with me or not he was definitely I'm, i'm gonna let you in a little secret he was definitely flirting with you i don't know but he was from chicago Chicago. Chicago. Uh, you know uh, how I know he was flirting with you? Why? Because he's a guy. And yes, he was flirting with you. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I rather... Wait, what was he saying? Um, he was like, oh yeah, like whenever you're in Chicago, like come hang out with us and also promote my music. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that was... Uh, also promote my music. Okay. The the promote my music part seems slightly more desperate than this. <laughs> <laughs> the first part's just very typical, like uh, you know, I'm trying to get with you type stuff. The second part's like I'm also want you to help me become bigger than I already am. Yeah, and then he invited me to one of his live streams where he was rapping with somebody else. He was like, I want you to watch this and I'm like, Okay. Did you and watch it? I only watched like five minutes and then logged out and then like after that watched it again and it was still live and i was like okay i'm out so it wasn't very good i was just bored he wasn't able to keep your attention well it's because like um i am a gen z -er kind of i'm like a millennial slash no you're not you're solid gen z almost alpha okay thank you (laughs) i was about to smack you but okay i'll take that yes because he called me young basically You're, you're very young yeah, but uh, so you have the attention span of a gnat. Hey, I do too. It's goldfish. I do too. And it's I'm, goldfish, and I'm, I blame SpongeBob. 
<laughs> I have that attention span problem too, and I don't even have the excuse. I'm older than you, so SpongeBob. I didn't watch SpongeBob. It came out the same year I was I, born. We're the same age. You also watched The Simpsons, which has been around since before your parents were born, basically. Yeah. Okay, not since your parents were born, but they were very young when 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 The Simpsons came out. You want to know a hard reality? What? My mom was just a few years older than you. I know. So I was like, just let me get your mom's number. Let me get your number. No. It's <laughs> gross. It's gross. That's, come on, man. No. Hook a brother up. No. Date somebody else. Date somebody else. Nope. Your mom or nothing. She's married, bro. No. Nope. You know what? Roadblocks. Just, just. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> okay. So getting past uh, Miracle's mom, uh, Coachella, which was launched in 1999, is the biggest music festival in North America with a capacity of 125,000 people. The 2022 edition is already sold out and offers a waiting list for tickets and packages. Mm -hmm. But despite the lack of clarity, it is difficult to imagine Scott performing at any music festival in the near future in the wake of his Houston concert uh, uh, of his Houston concert, and then it says in parentheses, Live Nation was among the promoters for Astroworld. Hundreds of lawsuits have been filed in the wake of the Astroworld tragedy, naming Scott, guest performer Drake, promoter Live Nation, and, uh, and various other individuals affiliated with NRG pr uh, Park and Scoremore Holdings as defendants. I have a question. Do you know if Live Nation is like, is that affiliated with like Trap Nation and uh, all, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? All the YouTube yeah. channels that have. I love Trap Nation. Yeah, like Trap I always Nation. listen to them. Yep, I'm a I'm a big fan. So I wonder. I bet you that's like one major conglomerate. I think they are. That makes sense. Uh, so it says Scott was first announced at Co as a Coachella headliner nearly two years ago in January of 2020, along with Frank Ocean and Rage Against the Machine. Uh, while the festival has been postponed multiple times due to COVID-19 pandemic, Rage and Scott remained on uh, on its most recent lineup, with Ocean recently deferring his appearance to 2023. With Scott's presumed withdrawal, Coachella apparently now has two new headliners to announce. Swedish House Mafia announced in October that they will be performing at the 2022 event. I don't see them on the same level as Travis Scott, although it remains unclear whether or not they will be a headliner. However, the festival traditionally announces its lineup during the first days of the new year, and it seems like uh, that likely that other performers, as well as many new headliners, will be announced at that time, assuming pandemic conditions allow the festival to proceed. To proceed. Mm -hmm. so, um, to answer your question, no, they're not owned by the same person. Uh, so Trap Nation is uh, the founder is Andre Benz. Okay. Like Mercedes Benz. So it's not the same as like mm -mm. the the YouTube channel. It's, you found mm -mm. did somebody ask that? Had somebody asked that question? Okay, cool. That that's interesting. That would have been cool if they were owned by the same company. Though. It would be. Yep. So one of the like I just I thought this comment was interesting. It says the crowd didn't quote rampage during his set. Hundreds of people were trapped, crushed, and suffocated while the organizers refused to stop the concert, and the HPD stood around and watched. The media paints these kids as raving lunatics because they're in the bag of in the bag for Live Nation in Travis Scott's PR machine. Even with that, like, does that make it Scott's duty to stop the concert, or is it the concert? organizer's job to stop the concert we had what came uh, first the chicken yeah or the egg we had carter on here uh who does music here uh for this for our comp for this company here mm -hmm. and he was talking about when you're on stage you know there's lights in your face mm -hmm. you're there's a lot going on and it's very easy to second guess and say like he should have stopped but 
do mm-hmm. we, you know we weren't there we don't really know how we would have reacted also fun fact about carter he's a model too beforehand so he has the same experience like he knows how it is like bright shining lights like um flashing lights everywhere you can't really tell and there's like people surrounding you yep. like in the front you can't really tell plus that's like the last I hate because it's like what happened was so tragic but it's mm-hmm. like this was the stopping a concert mid concert is like the last the last line you don't want to do that unless absolutely possible right mm-hmm. because your job as a performer is to give these people one amazing experience and if you just stop randomly and it ends up being for something that ended up not being that big of a deal mm-hmm. that might resonate with people or that you know it, may, it makes you look like less than a good performer maybe mm-hmm. so I don't know like that's that's correct like people will be second guessing this case for like all of time I think but do you think they're going to write it in the history books? This will probably be one that goes down like as a pretty important thing. So I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it's, uh, I, I feel bad. I kind of feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I don't care. I just like Carter. Carter is a bro. Carter is very much a bro. We love Carter. Yeah. Carter is a bro. And also, like, have you seen like his back muscles? Like, dude, that's impressive. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go look now when we get done here. Yeah, just ask him to wear his sh- like sleeveless uh, tanks. Like, um, you can watch this on Cash Castle, the vlogs. Like, he has this famous black tank that he always wears, and you can see his back muscles. And it reminds me of my favorite anime. Um, it's called um, it's not really called Free, but they they advertise themselves as free exclamation mark and it's about guys swimming and there's like one shot where they are like one guy his name is uh uh i forgot um sorry um well all of them have really good back muscles but there's one guy um he has like really big back muscles and he's like stretching out of the water and like they do a real close in zoom to his back muscles and they're like you can form a person he should do that oh god he should do that nick versus um carter back muscles yeah i don't know who would win in that one Mm. uh well no card that's not true carter would win in that one oh that's mean that's that's let's hope nick doesn't listen to this Carter would definitely win. Uh, (laughs) Carter's way more jacked than than Nick. Nick is Nick's got swimmer's physique, and Carter's got. Okay, I have one rant about like women versus men fatigue. Um, uh, physique, physique. Sorry. Um, basically, like women, even though we work out, it still looks like we're flabby, kind of to a certain extent, or like lean. But then, like, for men, all they need to do is, like, just wear bulky clothes, and then all of a sudden, they take off their clothes, and all of a sudden, there's muscles. Like, what the fuck? That's not fair. We're, we, we've got an advantage o- over you. <laughs> That's true, but you guys have short torsos. <laughs> okay. The, perfect. <laughs> no, I, I just like pointing that out, because if you learn how to draw, like, the human body structure, mm-hmm. like, how you draw it, so men's torsos actually, like... Um, their torsos it's like really down below while women's it's up higher because we have longer legs it, it's just weird and you like that no i just think it's funny hmm yeah i just think it's funny about like men and women like we're different go figure go figure go figure we're different i've got something to admit i wasn't gonna cover travis scott today oh i completely forgot 
like that was like i was wondering why yeah, i was like t- i was on the list of like stuff to talk about mm-hmm. and i wasn't i, I completely bonus forgot. content uh yeah like i was like i was like looking at my list here of stuff we we're gonna talk about like mm-hmm. where the hell did where'd it go why isn't it that's not what's next it was supposed to be batman next and then i decided to skip batman now we're doing it's it's all useless now it means nothing anymore we have a whole like, list that and, and now we're gonna we're gonna do bam margera we're gonna do bam margera next I am upset, but at the same time, bonus content. Yeah, it was like so we get all the Travis Scott stuff extra. So we'll do. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do Bam, and then we're gonna do Megan Thee Stallion because these two are, are really funny. We're skipping Batman today. Okay, that's we're, good. We're skipping Batman today. Uh, I drew Batman. I drew Batman. Oh, there we go. Show them. Little Batman. I see him. At yeah, the, he's that looks like a Pikachu to me. That oh, wrong one. Little Batman. That one looks like Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um this is uh Bam Margera sues over Jackass uh <laughs> over Jackass for compensation. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the guy because this article is like one of those things where Is his name really Bam? I, I don't know if that's his real name. It probably is not, but we'll find out. Well, you can look it up. Look it up. Look up Bam Margera. So it says Bam Margera isn't mincing words. Fans are surely eager to finally feast their eyes on Jackass Forever, the fourth and final installment in the beloved film series spawned by the MTV reality show. Uh, final is presumptuous. I, I don't know if anything that makes money is ever final in Hollywood. They will find a way to keep bringing it back if mm-hmm. it actually makes a lot of money. So, um, um, <laughs> also, fun fact, no, that's not his real name. Go figure. His real name is Brandon Cole. Okay. That sounds... Vi- Unfortunately, <laughs> imagine that it's 1999 or whenever Jackass came out. What sticks in your head more? Brandon Margera or Bam Margera? Wee man. The answer is Bam Margera. Wee oui, man. <laughs> so it says, uh, the movie will be missing one key star as OG cast member Bam Margera was fired from the stunt-filled send-off due to issues uh, that allegedly occurred on set. The, on set. the stunt performer didn't take the news well and has since filed suit against Johnny Knoxville and the rest of his former collaborators. It's been a little while since the public has been updated on the situation, but recently surfaced legal documents have provided some insight into what uh, Margera, what Margera, oh my God, what Mar- Margera blames the franchise for. Uh, Through his lawsuit, the 42-year-old skateboarder and TV personality is reportedly seeking millions of dollars in compensation. He's also hoping to get an injunction that would keep the film from releasing on its former uh, former October 2021 release date. So that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The film was later delayed due to COVID-19 related scheduling shifts at Paramount Pictures. The Blast uh, obtained, uh, the Blast is an organization, obtained the documents in which the star accuses Jackass franchise of causing his struggles with addiction. What do you think about that? Do you, uh, I have a lot to say about that, but do you like, does that resonate with you? No, not really, but I just searched a little bit of fun fact. He's a skater boy. Yes, he is. Like somebody here. He's a skateboarder. I was. I'm a rollerblader. Not the same thing, but in the same realm. Uh, would have likely skated. Ba, 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 ba. Would have skated the same spots. That's true, but um, also, um, Jackass the TV show um, ran for 2000 all the way to 2002, and then there was the movies. Yes, but that show has like cultural significance in America. Like mm-hmm. that's still a thing to say. Like when people see people doing something stupid, they say, "What are you trying to try out for Jackass or something like that?" No, you remember that one time we went to Walmart and like Nick asked me to ride into the cart. Somebody in the comments said, uh, "I can imagine Miracle saying this. 
Hi, my name is Miracle Sam, and welcome to Jackass. Exactly. See? Cultural significance. It was very relevant. Mm -hmm. uh, but what he says here is he says, quote, I did not mm -hmm. have any issues with addiction and drug use until I began my involvement. Uh, with the jackass fran with the jackass franchise it was not until then that i became dependent on adderall and pain medications to maintain the focus needed to satisfy the production schedule of uh defendants from my from my various television and mo motion picture projects to manage the pain associated with the injuries i suffered from performing the stunts in those produ in those productions um there's a lot i take issue with mm -hmm. in that um, mainly as somebody who, oddly enough, I have a lot in common with this guy. Growing mm -hmm. up in uh, action sports, uh, I've been skating for 22 years. I still skate each and every You're day here. Sk you skated the amount of years I was born. Yeah, I've been skating as long as, as long you've been alive. alive. So I've been skating as long as she's been alive. I am somebody who has a history with substance abuse. I've, mm. uh, I'm sober now. I've been in recovery for several years. Uh, but I had to go to rehab and straighten my life out. And something you learn very early on when you're doing that is that you do not, ha you just can't hold, you can't lay excuses at the feet of other people. Mm -hmm. You still make those decisions. No matter what the circumstances are, you make your own choices in life. And until you can take responsibility for those choices, you're never going to get right and you're never going to get healthy again. Mm -hmm. So I do take issue with the fact that he's, as much as he may be right, the schedule might have been insane. They might have had unru unreasonable expectations. Like you have to get this done by this time, this done by this time. Who cares if you're hurt? You've got to film this anyways. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Then that is on you to be your own advocate say i can't do this right now i'm hurt that sounds like um any industry mainly like the korean um korean drama industry i think i talked about it once on this channel mm -hmm. um boys over flowers the main actress she got into a car accident and they said the same thing to her they were like well if you're not coming into work within a um a week you're fired so basically she had to come into work within like still recovering from her car accident but they wrote into the show like oh she got injured okay. like her character but, but basically they didn't give these they don't give like the actors like the talent like enough time to like heal they, it's still their responsibility mm -hmm. to find a way to deal with it in yeah. a way that's healthy like mm -hmm. i'm not that's not me making excuses for the <clears throat> corporations that yeah. asked that of them but my get my guess is that he's still cashing the paychecks when all this is going on, right? Yeah. So he needs to find a way to either say, what is more important to me right now? The money that I'm going to make doing this mm -hmm. or my physical and mental health and the future of my family if I, make these ne if I make these decisions to do things that are clearly going to be detrimental. Meaning, if you need to take pain medication to get through the day, mm -hmm. you need to reevaluate what's going on. And I'm saying that as somebody who did have to do that for a lot of years, mm -hmm. who was very much addicted to opiates and, uh, and Adderall. Mm -hmm. Like, that is not something that you cannot lay that blame at the feet of other people. You have to still make the decision at the end of the day to either stop or mm -hmm. to understand that you need to get well. Basically what happened to me was I just realized one day I said, at a certain point, I have to get help, right? Mm -hmm. So when do you make that decision? At that time, I was in a relationship. I was skating full-time for companies and I had a full-time job because mm -hmm. skating was not an industry where you're making, the, the rollerblading industry is not an industry where you're making a living, right? So mm -hmm. you get you travel for competitions, you travel for tour and everything, uh, and you also work, right? Yeah. So I have all this going on. I'm now having growing dependence on substances. Mm -hmm. When do you make the decision to go and get help? 
I had to make that decision for myself one day. I had to hit a point of, uh, of bottom where I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go get help. He cannot lay that at the blame. He can't, he, whatever caused it for me, whatever triggers I have, I can't blame other people for that. I have to take responsibility for my own choices. Mm-hmm. So personal uh, yep. responsibility exactly so it says uh bam margera's mm-hmm. bouts with addiction have been well documented uh during the early days of filming on jackass forever the star apparently went awol and it was later discovered that he checked himself into a rehab facility in florida so it seems like he was working to yeah. to do the right th- or to do what he needed to do uh at the time reports also claimed that the paramount uh that paramount and his colleagues were seeking to help him receive further treatment further in the documents though margera also alleges that other members of the cast and crew have experienced similar issues due to their involvement with the productions over the years. Quote, I am informed and aware that my fellow castmates have publicly and privately detailed their own challenges with addiction. I do not share those details here as that is personal to them. uh, Notwithstanding my personal observations and knowledge. Uh, Notwithstanding my personal observations and knowledge. So he's saying that like he understands like it's not his job to share their story Mm -hmm. but he can make his own observations about what has come out about all that. Yeah. Uh, after being let go from the movie, the MTV alum took to social media through a series of videos in which he chastised the cast and crew, including uh, director Jeff Tremaine. Additionally, he encouraged fans to boycott the upcoming film. The harassment became so strong that Tremaine filed a temporary restraining order against him, mm-hmm. uh, which was eventually approved. The situation seemed to, to kibosh any chance of a potential reconciliation between both parties. Mm-hmm. Most of the cast is, have remained relatively quiet on the subject of their former co-star since his lawsuit was filed. Johnny Knoxville did, however, uh, share some brief thoughts on the situation. Knoxville simply said that he and the rest of the team only wanted him to, quote, to be happy and healthy and get the help he needs. I mean, that. what else can he say, right? Mm-hmm. That's about the most boilerplate, uh, uh, we wish you well in your future endeavors type statement. Like, that's cr- straight out of a press release. Like, mm-hmm. he likely didn't say that. His uh, publicist probably came up mm-hmm. with that. Uh, aside from his personal problems with Jackass, Bam Margera is dealing with other personal issues at the moment. Uh, it is reported in September that he had engaged in another legal battle with his wife regarding custody over their son. As of October, he was in the midst of another rehab stint after being escorted back by police who engaged him during an incident in Florida. It's hard to say what might come of his lawsuit, but we here at Cinema Blend will be watching how things play out. I feel bad for the dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have my issues with what he's saying there, mm-hmm. like about uh, putting the blame off on another company. Mm-hmm. But I feel bad. Like that's a lot to go wrong. Like your your friends uh, can't really talk to you because they're involved in a project that creates a uh, conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get yourself clean and sober. You've got problems with your wife and anything like that related to that. And your kids has got to be just heartbreaking. Like anyone who's dealt with addiction knows that those are, that's a mile long list of triggers that would be almost impossible for anyone to stay, you know, to get through without, you know, breaking down and relapsing. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. It's because I I feel I, bad because I'm like I'm like ranting right now, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like I don't know how many, if you have any history you know, like family history. Obviously, we don't need to talk about anything like that. Mm, I don't no. know if you have any uh, have occasion to know anyone who's been through these types of struggles. Nope, but I do know a person who grows shrooms. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's uh, a fantastic way of taking ev- the seriousness of everything we were just talking about and making it not very serious anymore. <laughs> yeah, I tend to do that a lot. That's how I cope with like serious things. You're uh, you're young. You're, you're young. Well, that's how I cope with a lot of things okay. in okay. life. I use humor to cover it. This is why I thought I was ugly because I thought I had a great personality. You're not ugly, and your personality is so so. 
You know what? Fuck I'm you. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. You know what? I'm leaving the show. She's like, if you don't see me on the show, it's because Brett is a jerk. She's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I just, I feel bad now because I ranted about all that for like 15 minutes. And I'm over here like, yeah. Like, I don't have anything to say on the matter. Uh, you say like, you, you deliver your soapbox PSA about addiction and I'll just sit here and be quiet. She's like, I don't like jackass either. And I don't know who this Bam Marger- Margarine guy is. Um, Fun fact about why his he calls himself bam it's because he got it at age three by his grandfather because he used to have a habit running into walls that's actually really awesome yeah i, I wonder if that story is even true or I if don't that's know. like somebody like some executives like bam's a cool nickname <laughs> and he's just like you know like instead he's like how about we tell everyone that your grandfather gave you the, that nickname because you ran into walls and you know you're on jackass see it kind of fits but the real story is he loves the Flintstones and he's like Bam Bam is my favorite character Yeah, he, he wanted to tell that story but they're like we can't do that that's copyright I'm sorry we don't <laughs> want to get the rights to, to Bam Bam every time we have to tell that story I'm sorry I'm sorry you have to get rid of one Bam and make it Bam <laughs> <laughs> you, you are only allowed one Bam yeah yes you can't be Bam Bam Majara. Mar- I'm just calling Bam Bam Margarine now. Margarine? Margarine. Did I call him Majara? Majara. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Okay. Uh, so from so from Bam Bam. Uh, now whenever I say Bam Bam, I want to say Bam Bam Bigelow, which you wouldn't know either because that was a professional wrestler. <laughs> but, uh, speaking about professional well, wrestlers, have you seen Megan V. Stallion's dude, Big Dive? That was a fantastic, uh, <laughs> a fantastic segue. Miracle. I know, but I called her a professional wrestler because her thighs. She's uh, th- she's not a professional wrestler. Thick thighs save lives, right? No, they ship six. <laughs> six. So so we've got. I can't uh, English. I meant ships. Um, they sink ships. Thank s- you. So now that we've got that out of the way. Megan the Stallion. Dead silence. Dead silence. I she, just don't. Okay, I'm happy she did this because it's kind of boosting up, like, um, her being a okay role model for little girls. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that um she did that Globe um Golden Globe um performance with uh Cardi B. I don't I don't like it. We're very we're prudes here at uh, uh, at well, pop culture crisis. I wouldn't say I'm a prude, but I just don't like it because like little kids could be watching that. You don't want to show a little kid that. The problem is, mm-hmm. uh, the funny thing is, I'm defending it in the sense that it's not their job to raise your kids for you. It's your job to not let your kid know, watch it. But I know, but still, it's why is it on national TV? Um, it but, is not the TV's job, and that's coming from somebody who doesn't like celebrities every bit as much as you do. Mm-hmm. But it's not their job to to parent for you. In fact, I think they would love to parent for you. They love mm-hmm. to they would love to think that they know what's best for your kids. But it's your job to make mm-hmm. sure that uh, your kids aren't watching the creepy uh, performers do the creepy dance together mm-hmm. on the creepy award show. Yeah, WAP. <laughs> Everyone loves that song. Nope, I hate it. So um, this. But- this article says Megan Thee Stallion accepts humanitarian award in Houston after college graduation. So honored. Nobody cares. You graduated from college. Give me my reward. Uh, Miracle wants her humanitarian award from yeah. Houston. So it says uh, it was a big weekend for Megan Thee Stallion. After, uh, one day after graduating from Texas Southern University with a Bachelor of Science degree in Health Administration, the 26-year-old rapper accepted the 18th Congressional District's Humanitarian Award in Houston. Quote, this award has not been given out often. Oh, my God. That's, that makes it even worse. Uh, this award has not been given out often or, has it, uh, or it has not been given out to many. 
that doesn't really phrase right. It says, this award has not been given out often or it has not been given <coughs> out to many. This is why it remains a very special part of our congressional district, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson's, Jackson said as she presented the award to Megan per her video on, uh, of the Sunday event uh, from ABC 13. Quote, when this award is given, <laughs> it has that special promise and special history. Quote, the Hero Award is wrapped up in humanitarianism. It means that you have exhibited humanity and you have helped without asking. What? Exactly. Lee added, dubbing the honor, quote, the Hero Award. What was her hero... What heroic to, thing that she did she, I want proof I want receipts she got a college degree and that is somehow a so should everybody but she ever, got it in health administration not hating on anybody but she got it in that it's a bachelor's degree anybody do, can do it what does getting it at all make you a humanitarian it doesn't really seem relevant to me wait did, what if like the backstory is like she saved a newborn child who had cancer that would be amazing <laughs> like uh, yeah like she or, or like and, a, and she did that stupid dance that i really hate on graduation day a baby was choking and she gave it the heimlich maneuver no, at the graduation no, no, she gave them the wap oh. heimlich <laughs> oh boy ah. no i didn't need that visual thank you you're um, welcome i don't want no wap saves anyone's life ever are you sure? Ah, good point. <laughs> so it says the hero award is wrapped up in humanitarianism. I just don't know how getting a college degree is a, an act of humanitarianism. It's an accomplishment. It's something to be proud of for sure. Like that's very like to be honest. Like having a full time career, be doing working in an industry that's extremely time <coughs> consuming and demanding, and also taking time to get an education is a, something to be fantastically proud of. It doesn't make you a humanitarian. Also, I'm this girl be a hater. She has more money than both of us combined. I bet she she paid people to do her homework and oh, pretend man. to be. Woo! That could be fake news right there. We're gonna have to put it. That is a that fake is a rumor. News. It's conspiracy it, it's theory. A, it's a conspiracy <laughs> theory that uh, Megan the Stallion was just like. You know what? I got a concert. You're gonna have to pay. For, you're gonna have to do my homework for me. And you have to take the final. So she hired an actress a to be her. To, like, yeah. Uh, Megan the Pony went and did the <laughs> the pony the, did the did you the mean test the for Philly. her. Yes, Reagan the Pony did the, the Philly. The Philly did the took the test for her and just looked a lot like her. I feel bad now because we're like trashing her and it's like she should be proud. She got a degree. That's good for well, her. Well, I wanted to trash um, Jennifer Aniston like a couple of days ago. My voice ago. is really. I'm sorry. My voice just got really high and I was really. Okay, <laughs> continue, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I wanted to trash her because she's saying like, "Oh, people are so rude to me because they're saying I'm pregnant," and I'm like, "Dude, you're already past your prime." Might as well. You should be proud that they think that you should be excited that they think you're pregnant. That means that they're like, because "Wow, you could still have kids." Oh, I okay. How old is she? I don't know how old she is. she's. Pretty gonna be in her forties by now. Um, she, <laughs> I just make miracle look stuff up all all day long. It says uh, so. This person who gave her the award says she went on to praise Megan as quote an outstanding young woman who has demonstrated courage, she's brilliance, and a deep commitment to hard work and compassion for others through her public life. I would agree with uh, hard work, deep mm-hmm. commitment to hard work, doing what they do in that industry is not hard, is hard is hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for like demonstrating courage and brilliance that just sounds like a uh, virtue signaling word salad that they're like this sounds great in a press release miracles like i don't care just get her off my screen uh the three-time grammy award winner uh, that accept, that accepted the award telling lee i'm so honored megan who grew up in houston continued it's my responsibility to take care of the city that took care of me again what does that mean 
<laughs> she thanked various friends and family members who gave special gave her special shout out to her grandma who helped raise her. My grandma always taught me to be kind and giving. I learned that from her. I've been raised to be a very giving woman. She said. Oh yeah. So I definitely want give to give out that wap. So I definitely want to dedicate this award to her because she too taught me how to be the woman I am today. I'd like to, uh, to just do a uh, like a, an experiment. Look up Megan Thee Stallion and charity. I'm, I'm just curious to see if anything was like that because we could be maybe we're misjudging her you know maybe she does no like, I'm saying like maybe she might be an actual good person and we're just being judgmental we're, we're, we're being judgmental because it, it's this it's this combination of like what does the college graduation part have to do with it now if they were to say <clears throat> uh, she's a she did all this for charity and she started <clears throat> these groups now we're giving her a humanitarian award that makes sense okay okay so this article is from look to the stars.org and it says, Megan the Stallion, the American rapper, right, singer and songwriter, contribute 15400 worth dollars uh, worth of Thanksgiving turkeys and help hand them out to 1,050 households in need in Houston Food Bank and Port Wall Pantry in it, November 2019. And in 2019 okay so what does the cynical side of uh of our lives tend to think when we hear something like that it was just here let me do a photo op Fo that was a photo op and they're literally like give can i get my lighting guy and they're mm -hmm. like holding the turkey like this and yeah like, that picture of kim kardashian doing it yeah they're like here you go it's like is, do, is my face look clear mm -hmm. is the lighting good okay take the picture but dude only 15k yeah I, for an art, that's a tax write-off for her. Exactly. But <laughs> We're being so judged. I feel bad. Like I am not designed to be like root. Like as much as I might say this in private, I always think like I'm being a dick right now, right? Like I'm judge. I'm judging this person. She still did the act. I suppose better that she gave the money than not gave the money. No, I want to be like Kevin Hart, where he called out everybody. He's like, "You better donate more because I know you make a lot of money, yep. and I know what." I know what you've been spending on. <laughs> Hookers and blow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like uh, I like I said, I'm not cut out for the super clickbait, judgmental. Uh, I, I say good for her for winning an award. I don't think graduating college is enough to like justify giving it to her. I really want to know how she won the reward. The because they award. said it's... Award, not reward. Oh. I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. Continue. You want to know uh, how she won it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I cut you off there. Yeah. She hates me now. If you're listening on the podcast and not watching, you, she's giving me the, the death stare right now. I have a death stare. Uh, yeah. It's a good thing I'm not uh, I'm not your boyfriend. Otherwise, I'd be very scared right now. But since I'm not, I just like whatever. I'm it's okay. I don't give a crap about your death stare. <laughs> I still love you, bro. Thank you. Thank you very but much. But yeah, um, early you asked me how old Jennifer Aniston is. She's 52. Okay. And her first major role was in the... 1993 co horror comedy The Leprechaun. Oh my god, the original Leprechaun. That's right! Yeah. I never saw any of the ones after the original one. I, I it was so dumb because they moved the four-leaf clover and he kills everybody. That's awesome. That, was that an Irish accent? Nope. That was an Irish accent. <laughs> do it again, laddie. Oh god. You know I love it when you do that. I know. I, 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 it's like, I, is it Irish? Is it Scottish? I have no idea. I, and it's only laddie. I don't know how to do the rest of the accent. But it sounds good when you do it like this, laddie. That's all I got. That's all I got for you. <laughs> so, uh, 
She also opened up about losing her grandmother not long after her mom. So that's sad. Like, that's like, see, this is why I don't like judging. Okay, because as much as we're judging her right now, now we're finding out about how she lost her mom and her grandma. So it says, I want my big mama to be proud. She saw me going to school before <laughs> she passed, she added. My grandmother, uh, that's still alive, used to be a teacher. So she's uh, on my butt about finishing school. I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it for the women in my family who made me who I am today. There's nothing wrong with that statement. I think it's still self-serving. Uh, I still think it's virtue signaling to give mm -hmm. her that award, but I'm never going to hate on someone for actually going the extra mile and well, getting I'm a college proud degree. That's why I said, like, I'm kind of proud that she uh, did this because it does show, like, young girls, like, you can have a career and do college. Yeah. But the um, but the tiger moms out there, they're like, dude, she's 26 and she barely got her bachelor's degree. For shame. Mm. My son came to college at age 16. He got bachelor's degree. Now he work on master's degree. <laughs> I can't do that accent or I will get in trouble. <laughs> so I'm going to let you hold on to that one. Do you want me to do your nails too? No, I don't. I don't. And I, uh, <laughs> uh, I oddly enough, I had, <coughs> I have an ex-girlfriend whose mom was essentially exactly <laughs> like that with, with her. Um, so. well, my grandmother used to own a hair salon and nail salon. She also owned a, Chinese fast food restaurant and she used to own a, a, a sewing factory too you have like a crazy family life it's, mm. it's crazy that's what communism it, does to you at least at least <laughs> I don't know what the hell that has to do with it but yeah okay then uh, <laughs> um, the point of the yeah, matter do is you want, do you want jail or quick, uh, critical nail critical nail okay that's, <laughs> that's $20 do you want to whack your eyebrow no no aqua eyebrow? No. Why you know how... Okay, we're done. <laughs> we are done. That is a sign that we are done. <laughs> we are done for the day, young lady. That is... Uh, we are, we're getting Let off Let me topic. whack your eyebrow. No. You... No. <laughs> Let me whack your eyebrow. This one, no boyfriend. No. No. Uh, that is... <laughs> So the, 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 the moral of the story is even though we think it's virtue signaling that they gave her a humanitarian mm -hmm. award, it's still good for her to get her college degree. We should always be in support of getting your post-secondary education. Yeah, which I'm really happy she got it, but I want to see if she actually uses that degree. Yeah, the, the chances of that are highly unlikely, but what can you <clears throat> Miracle Sam, I think that's I think that's good for the day, don't you? That was good. Unless you want to talk about Rich Bucket. Nope, we're not talking. <laughs> we are not talking about Rich Bucket. <laughs> well, well, maybe we'll have him on someday. Nope. No, we can't have Rich Bucket on. No. Okay. Well, it I'm was joking. I'm joking. Maybe one day, but I don't think he even remembers I'm related to him. It was it was worth a try to try and get Rich Bucket on here as a guest. <laughs> I know, but I don't even think he knows that we're related <laughs> anymore. Well, you know what? We're, we're going to try. I'm going to get on the horn with his agent here after the show. And until then, Miracle, thank you today. That actually went better than I thought it was, given how crazy today was. Yeah. I still uh, need to whack your eyebrow. You're not going to whack my eyebrow. Uh, Miracle Sam, do you have any social media? Nope. I do not have social media because it rots your brain. That is, a, a, that is her version of a soapbox PSA. Don't have social media because it, uh, it is very, very bad for you guys. It's bad for your mentality and like... Um, they just sell you lies. They do. It's all lies. It's filters. You know those l lonely ladies that text you in your DMs and they're like, hey, do you want to talk? They're not real. They're bots. What? They're not? <laughs> you mean that uh, hot moms aren't just five miles away from me <laughs> waiting to meet? Oh, God. No? 
I I wonder if you're like one of those suckers that actually paid for a Snapchat premiere account. No, no, no. Uh, I I would be too cheap even if I was a sucker. So no. It's only five dollars. Yeah, well, that's five dollars <laughs> I can use on something else. So do you want to go to now, Taco Bell? Now that we've dissed social media, what you guys can do <laughs> is you can follow Pop Culture Crisis on social media. You can follow us on Twitter. As we mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's mm-hmm. at popculture underscore show. Mm-hmm. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. Soon to be on Instagram as soon as it get works out, gets, gets worked out at Pop Culture Crisis. And you can find full episodes of the show on Spotify, on Amazon Music, on Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. Uh, we're all over the place with that stuff. We're going to be bringing new episodes to you every day during the week. That is everything for, uh, I think that's everything for today. Mm-hmm. Good to go? Yee. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.